It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I know that everyone likes regional weather talk to start their podcast. So you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> it's like NPR. <laughs> That's right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cleveland Weather Talk with Jill and Adam. Uh, Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 96th episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. How you doing today, Jill? I'm recovering from sinus stuff, yeah. but I'm good. What are we talking about today? We are talking about books that are coming out in March that we're excited to read. It'd have been so great if you're like, we're talking about books. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Yes, we are. We did this in January and February and got a pretty good response. And mm-hmm. um, Plus, it's just a good way to stay on the pulse of what's coming out. So, And then you can do what I do was put... Be sure to put them on reserve. If you hear one you want, oh, to read. I'm, I'm gonna put them on reserve. Yeah. If they don't have it through Overdrive, recommended if possible. Any book that you re- that you recommend today that I didn't know about, I'm going to put on my list. <laughs> Perfect example when we first talked about Norse mythology by Neil Gaiman, like uh, back in the beginning of January, I didn't think to do that, and just today, two months later, I finally got see, my copy. So gotta be on top of things. Yeah, I know. So I'm gonna do that today. Um, there's a lot of books that I put on my list. I have a bunch. <laughs> you did have a big list. Um, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go through. So there's a lot of young adult books coming mm-hmm. out. I'm going to go through those first. Okay. Just kind of really quickly because um, there, a few of them are by people that have had big books in the past. So some of them might be sequels and things that people are aware of. And then we'll we'll go from there after that. So the first one, it, we've talked about it a few times, is Strange the Dreamer by Lainey Taylor. Lonnie Taylor. I Still can't say this name, but uh, if the name sounds familiar, even though I'm pronouncing it wrong, uh, Strange the Dreamer is a new book. Uh, She wrote the Daughter of Smoke and Bones trilogy, and Strange the Dreamer is uh, a new book, not in that trilogy. It's a start of a new story entirely. So uh, our friend Sydney has talked about it a bunch, Mm -hmm. and I think I mentioned a few times. So um, I'm actually just starting that book. So I I don't know too much about it, but that's coming out. This uh, this month, another one really quickly is Blood Rose Rebellion by Rosalind Eves. Uh, this one is described as the thrilling first book in a YA fantasy trilogy for fans of the Red Queen. Uh, so basically, this was written specifically for my wife. She, <laughs> she's a huge fan. Uh, I actually picked up this book uh, for my wife when I was at ALA. Like she saw that and was like, so this book is staying in our house. This is not going back to your office. Um, but that's one that is getting a lot of buzz. And then another one, um, I think I'm going to say her name wrong as well, but Roshani Chaksky. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but she wrote The Star-Touched Queen and the second bu- the second book of that series, A Crown of Wishes, is coming out. So that okay. was a really, really big YA release. Um, the first one was The Star-Touched Queen, and this one is the release of that called A Crown of Wishes. 
And then there's there's two YA books that I want to give it up to the authors for having some pretty good timing. <laughs> the first one is called Hunted, Hunted, yes. like you're being hunted, sorry, right. uh, by Megan Spooner. And then the second one is called As Old as Time by Liz Braswell. They are both retellings of Beauty and the Beast. And, I like it. Yep, Beauty and the Beast comes out uh, very soon. Yeah, it does. As a movie, I'm very excited about it. Me too. Um, the second one, this ta- uh, as old as time. I haven't read it, but it's the third book in the Twisted Tales series. Uh, so this Liz Braswell, who is the author, takes a bunch of Disney books or Disney movies rather, and uh, and turns them into to books. So she has like one it. called A Whole New World and Once Upon a Dream. Um, yeah, as old as time and hunted. Those are both uh, Beauty and the Beast. So if you're interested in Beauty and the Beast, like I said, really good timing by their publisher. Yes. Probably not a coincidence, I wouldn't think. I don't think it is. Um, So those are all the YA ones. And now we should be, I think, just about even with what we have moving forward. So I'll let you do one or two here while I try very hard to cough away from the microphone. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. First on my list, I have um, The Widow's House by Carol Goodman. Oh, man. I love Carol Goodman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I, like, read her first book, um, The Lake of Dead Languages, years and years. Like, I was in the high school (laughs) or, like, college or something and read it. Not that long ago. Not that long. Yeah, okay. There you go. It was, like, 20 years ago, Adam. Let's not kid ourselves. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I trying to help out. <laughs> Actually, I have to double check when the book came out. Uh, I thought you were going to say you had to double check when you were in high school. No, I know when I was in high school. Oh, man. <laughs> Almost 20 years ago. Oh, what's this book about? So, okay, so this, okay. Um, so the widow's house is um, a chilly novel from best-selling award-winning author blends the gothic allure of Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca and the crazed undertone of Charlotte Perkin Gilman's Yellow Wallpaper with the twisty contemporary edge of A.S.A. Harrington's The Silent Wife. It's a harrowing tale of psychological suspense set in New York's Hudson Valley. That sounds really good. It was. I read an arc. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I like read it in a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind when you can't put it down. I couldn't. I love that. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like comparing it to um, it's this couple. They go uh, to this big house um, in the Hudson Valley that's owned by an old college professor of theirs. And there's just some weird, creepy stuff going on. <laughs> But yeah, like the the allusions to the Yale wallpaper um, is good. Uh, I don't want to say too much because I don't yeah, want to spoil it. That's fair. Uh, speaking of arcs that we've read so that we know that they're very good, uh, <laughs> I read one called The Twelve Lives of Samuel Hawley by Hannah Tinty. Uh, I think I mentioned this a little bit in a previous episode, but it comes out in March. Uh Basically, the book tells the story of this guy named Samuel Hawley. He's a single parent 
Uh, his wife died in a mysterious way. You don't know what happened to her, and he's he's raising his daughter, and he has a very checkered past. And in fact, the twelve lives that they're talking about are twelve different bullet wounds that he has in his body. So the story goes back and forth between how he's raising his daughter and what she's going through in her life as they're moving around all the time, and then in between those, they tell twelve different chapters of each bullet wound, how he mm. got each bullet wound. Um, so it's, it's really, really good. You don't really know what is coming um, right. really, literally until the very end. So mm. I I knew nothing about it when I picked it up. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Penguin Random House. They just handed it to me when yeah. I was there and it, they nailed it. It was really, really good. So I highly recommend that one. Um, are there any others that you have read already off your list? Let me Because that was my only one. Scroll. Um, yeah, I just finished one called The Wanderers. It's by Meg Howry. Uh, this is, they describe it as Station Eleven meets The Martian. I think The Martian part is really accurate. Um, what this is, is there are three astronauts who have been chosen to be a part of the most realistic simulation ever of a trip to Mars. And if all goes well, they will be the three astronauts chosen to actually take the trip. So it's a 17-month uh, simulation. It's incredibly realistic. And now the story does a really great job of telling you each of their points of view, but also the points of view of the people who are running the like mission control mm-hmm. and the uh, family members of the different astronauts. And it just bounces back and forth. And so the, the point of it is that um, the challenges in going to space and then creating these new like final frontiers yeah it's not just the astronauts who are going through it so it's it's really good it's really interesting again if you're a fan of the martian there is some kind of sciencey stuff in there that i could definitely see people appreciating went a little over my head um science isn't my strong suit but that's how i felt about the martian (laughs) yeah so that one's called the wanderers um if nothing else, the cover is beautiful. That's actually what caught my eye was Indeed. The, the cover. So yeah. Um, I think that might be the last one I have actually read. Okay. I was just curious. Scroll, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, that's the last one of the ones I have that I've read. All right. I can take that one off my list, The Wanderers, because it was there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else is coming out. A Colony in a Nation by Chris Hayes, mm-hmm. the MSNBC um, anchor. He has a new book coming out that is, um, I'll just read the description. Uh, America likes to tell itself that it inhabits a post-racial world, yet nearly every empirical measure, wealth, unemployment, incarceration, school segregation, reveals that racial inequality has barely improved since 1968. Um, so he sort of delves into a lot of this stuff. Um, it's, it sounds timely. I, mm-hmm. I really like him. Um, I like watching him on MSB. I'm pretty sure it's MSNBC. So I'm, I'm excited for this one just mm-hmm. to kind of see his take on things and what he finds and talks about. Yeah. I have one nonfiction one as well. Um, you may have more. I only have no, one. No, that's the only one, I okay. think. Uh, my one nonfiction one that I'm really excited about is called The Stranger in the Woods, The Extraordinary Story of the Last True Hermit by Michael Finkel. Um, 
This is, there's literally, there is a man named Christopher Knight. And in 1986, he left his house in Massachusetts, drove to Maine, disappeared into the forest. Uh, and he wasn't heard from for, I think it's 27 years. Yeah, nearly three decades. Um, the only thing he ever like stole was he would break into cabins and take a little bit of food and provisions. But he, other than that, he survived you know, entirely by himself in the wild for 27 years. Um, and then he came back and he faced a little bit of, you know, jail time for, sure. for you know, basically frightening the <laughs> heck out of everyone that he had taken stuff from. No one could figure out what was going on. But um, this Michael Finkel inter- had extensive interviews with uh, with this Christopher Knight and kind of go th- goes through his psyche. And um, it, it, to me, it sounds a lot like... Um, in, into the wild, if into the wild, mm-hmm. if, you know, if the main character had survived and told right. the story on his own. Spoiler kind of alert, Adam. Geez. All right, it's okay. Okay, <laughs> every single person who read a book in high school read Into the Wild. I did not. Really? I did huh. not read that in high school. Did you read it since? No. Okay. Well, I read some of his other ones. I mean, I know you, it's the not story. a spoiler. It's the guy <laughs> they tell you right in the beginning that. All right. Anyway. <laughs> The Stranger in the Woods by Michael Finkel. That's the one that the, the nonfiction one I'm really excited about. Yeah, I don't have any other nonfiction. That's okay, and neither do I. Oh, that's okay. I know, but that's very unusual for me. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, for me, it's more normal that I that I would only have one. You, that's actually, I think, why I only picked one. Although we did do a good job. We only had one repeating on that our list. That is true. So we did. We did. Um, next up, I have The Illusionist's Apprentice by Christy Cambrin. So this is about um, a uh, apprentice to Harry Houdini, and she uses life on the vaudeville stage to escape the pain of her past. She works under a different name, trying to sort of escape her true identity. And then um, a rival performer's act goes tragically wrong, and the newly formed FBI calls on her to sort of talk about what happened. And... Um, it like vaudeville and I, Houdini. I'm literally and... grabbing it right now as you speak. <laughs> that book sounds amazing. I know, Joe. right? Yeah, I'm really. I'm. I'm going to Telling read you. that. I'm going to read that a lot. <laughs> um, my next one is Celine by Peter Heller. Uh, Peter Heller wrote The Dog Stars, which was one of the first books. I remember reading when I started at Overdrive when the whole novelty of being like, wait, we have access to all these no matter what. <laughs> um, that was one of the first ones I read. Immediately went out and bought the physical copy of it. It's so good. A little sad. There's a dog thing in it, but that's not the book I'm talking about. Um, but read The Dog Stars. It's unbelievable. Uh, Celine is a. Uh, it's about a woman named Celine who... It lives in near the Brooklyn Bridge, and she has made a career out of tracking down missing persons, and she has even a better record than the FBI. Uh, so a young woman goes missing. Her name's Gabriella. Um, sorry. When a young woman, Gabriella, asks for her help, a world of mystery and sorrow opens up. So um, Celine goes to the border of Montana and Wyoming and basically begins this mystery thriller on trying to track down this woman. All of that sounded really, really interesting to me. I love how Peter Heller writes. And then I learned that it's inspired by Peter Heller's mother's actual life. What? Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. So Peter Heller, unbelievable author. His mom, like, 
made a living on tracking down missing persons. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So that's called Celine, and I have a copy of it, and I'm reading that as we speak. Fancy. And I will. Oh, yeah, fancy. We have copies of so many books. You can read this one if you would like. It's not. It doesn't look too long, so that's good too. When you're trying to read, you know, 50 books in a, in a week, it's true. having them be a little I bit know. shorter is good. I know. It's a hard life. <laughs> yeah. Woe is us. We get to read books, talk about them, and then in a lot of cases, interview the people who wrote them. <laughs> Try not to get jealous, guys. Okay. <laughs> so next up, <laughs> um, The Girl from Raw Blood by, I am honestly not trying to pronounce her first name. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see. Catriona Ward. Apologies if that's incorrect. Um, the Girl from Raw Blood. It was the winner of the best horror novel at British Fantasy Awards 2016. But it's coming over here now. So at the turn of England's century, there is um, this young girl, Iris, is the last of her family line. They are haunted through a curse passed down through ancient blood that marks each of them for a certain heartbreak and death. She forsakes her father to remain alone, safe from the world. She dares to fall in love, and the consequences of her choice are immediate and terrifying. You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm going to wait. That feels like an October book for me. That sounds really, really good. That sounds so good. Um, here's one I thought for sure you were going to pick. I almost did. The Roanoke Girls. Yeah. Uh, the Roanoke Girls by Amy Engel. Um I'm just going to read their description because it's better than I would do. Uh, After her mother's suicide, 15-year-old Lane Roanoke came to live with her grandparents and fireball cousin Allegra on their vast estate in rural Kansas. Lane knew little of her mother's mysterious family, but she quickly embraced life as one of the rich and beautiful Roanoke girls. But when she discovered the dark truth of the heart of the family, she ran fast and far away. Eleven years later, Lane is adrift in Los Angeles when her grandfather calls her to tell her that Allegra has gone missing. Did she run too? Is something worse happening? Uh, Unable to resist her pleas, Lane returns to help search and to ease the guilt of having left her behind. Uh, Her homecoming may mean a second chance with the boyfriend whose heart she broke that long summer ago, but it also means facing the devastating secret that made her flee, one she may not be strong enough to run from again. Um... Yeah, this it's they call it a suspense and a thriller, and I that's yeah sounds I'm super on board. Yeah, I almost had that on my list. <laughs> I didn't put it on. Um. Okay. Next one is actually from a local author. Nice. Um. It will by Dan Chow. <laughs> I almost put that on my list. <laughs> Um, so it's about a psychologist in suburban Cleveland. Uh, he hears that his adopted brother is being released from prison. 30 years ago, Rusty received a life sentence for the massacre of Dustin's parents, aunt and uncle. And, um, now after DNA has overturned the conviction, you know, the brother's getting out and all that, but it sort of, um, plays with like this what happened back then and there's the whole thing now and it just sounds really good plus cleveland (laughs) it's really all i need (laughs) they were they were i i was um i was at the library this past week for an interview we did that's coming up and uh they were heavily promoting that book and all over the place yeah i actually think he might i was wondering if he was coming that's like that's how much they were promoting it 
it's possible. That's something we should know. We should know that. I didn't. I don't think I just think that it was a local. Yeah, it's probably just a local thing. Yeah. I almost added that as well. Um all right, my next one is Exit West by Mosin Hamid. Uh, Let me give you their description. Again, this is, they do a good job of this. Um, In a country teetering on the brink of civil war, two young people meet, sensual, fiercely independent Nadia and gentle, restrained Saeed. They embark on a furtive love affair and are soon cloistered in a premature intimacy by the unrest roiling in their city. Uh, when it explodes, turning familiar streets into a patchwork of checkpoints and bomb blasts, they begin to hear whispers about doors. Doors that can whisk people far away, if perilously and for a price. As the violence escalates, Nadia and Saeed decide that they no longer have a choice. Leaving their homeland and their old lives behind, they find a door and step through. Dot, dot, dot. Sounds really good. Yeah. It sort of almost reminded me of... Um, American War by Omar el which comes out next month and he'll be on the podcast soon. Mm-hmm. So not a great reference for people who are listening. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, you'll hear about that soon, though. Um, but yeah, that one sounds really good to me. It's called Exit West. Okay. So this is my last one. It's mm-hmm. The Hollywood Daughter by Kate Alcott. And um, so in 1950... Ingrid Bergman had a baby out of wedlock with film director Roberta Rossellini. Um, and that sort of shocked her fans. And <laughs> You think? Yeah. So that happened. So anyway, so um, this is about one of her fans, Jessica Malloy, who works sort of on the fringes. Her dad works um, as a as a PR executive and she comes to idolize Ingrid and then you know, this happens and she sort of has to just one of those things like when your idol falls kind mm-hmm. of things. I don't know. It just sounded really interesting. Yeah. And I like 1950s Hollywood stories. So I'm a big fan of old Hollywood. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, my, I actually only have one more as well. So we did a good Look job with that. this. Go uh, us. The, <clears throat> the Women in the Castle by Jessica Shattuck uh, or Shattuck. Again, we're terrible at names. Uh, this one is on a bunch of best of books like at the beginning of the year we may have mentioned it briefly but uh three women haunted by the past and the secrets they hold uh this is set at the end of world war ii in a crumbling bavarian castle that once played host to all of german high society uh amid the ashes of nazi germany's defeat Marion von Lingenfels returns to the once grand castle of her husband's ancestors an imposing stone fortress now fallen into ruin uh, basically, they describe it as written with the devastating emotional power of the nightingale, Sarah's key, and the light between oceans. That's a couple of really big name books. Yeah. Uh, this evocative and utterly enthralling novel offers a fresh perspective on one of the most tumultuous periods in history. Uh, yeah, I it just sounds really interesting to me. And again, I definitely got drawn up by the cover. It's a good cover. It is a good cover. I've um, seen it. I agree. But yeah, I think um, I think people will really like that one. I'm again haven't read it yet, but looking forward to it. Yeah. So those are our March picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can of course find all of these at overdrive.com/slash/explore. Uh, well, they're also all in the show notes for this episode, uh, and we'll be tweeting about them a bunch. If you follow us at Pro Book Nerds and uh, 
email us at professionalbooknerds at overdrive.com. We love giving book uh, recommendations and let us know what you're reading and what you think and all that good stuff. Um, anything else? What can what you think? Anything else? What, what you got? <laughs> I don't think I have anything else, Adam. <laughs> okay, I don't either. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's always anytime that you or I are like, hey, this is the type of episode we need to do this week. I get really excited because I know that my TBR list is going to be awesome. <laughs> so um, I hope that everyone else enjoys them uh, as much as I do. So, all right. Well, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.